You're listening to the Winged Octopus Podcast, brought to you by Howie's Hockey Tape. Here are your co-hosts, Tess, Tanner, and Tyler. What's up and welcome to another episode of Winged Octopus. We're a little short-handed here. This is Tyler here alongside my good friend Tess. Tess, how are you doing tonight? I'm embracing Lazy Sunday like no other, so I am wonderful. How are well, you, a, Tyler? I'm doing good. It, it's a lazy Sunday. There's football on, of course, but then the Red Wings play, and that's a that's a bonus, and they win today, so that's always extra good. bonus. Woohoo! <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> um, so we're gonna get right into it. The Wings have won three of their past four, beating the Florida Panthers after they had lost six in a row. They beat Florida three-two down in Florida, uh, and then they beat the Arizona Coyotes on Halloween. And excuse me, guys, I'm a little sick, so I'm trying to. Man up. You know, grind through this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they lost to Ottawa, which was a little bit of a disappointing game because, you know, you thought you had won two in a row with, with the Florida win and the Arizona win, and then Ottawa didn't go so well. But then they bounced back today, and they shut out the reeling Edmonton Oilers today. The Oiler crowd was not behind them at the end of the night. They were booing them, um, and it's not looking good for the Oilers' playoff hopes. I know it's early, but it's not early if uh, if you you know believe that U.S. Thanksgiving thing. Um, so, Tess, I want to get your thoughts about uh, those three games, and then I'll chime in a little bit. Uh, well, it was relief last Saturday when they finally snapped that six-game skid because it was becoming really depressing to be a Red Wings fan. It was really hard to, like, root for them. Like, my loyalty was being tested like no other. But, I mean, you ha- like, when you go through a losing streak like that, you're bound to win eventually. So that they finally bounced back. And also in that Florida game, noted, Anthony Sioux got his first goal of the game or of his season that game. Absolutely. So that was a nice, like, you know, like, okay, everything's finally coming together. Um, the Arizona game, I was out trick-or-treating with my small humans. So I was getting updates. I was like, oh, cool, they're winning. And then I get home and they're almost trying to throw the game away. <laughs> I think uh, before they got the internet goal, like Arizona's trying to come back, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, come on, guys, it's Arizona. <laughs> Arizona is the worst team. <laughs> we cannot do this. They are, um, but how about the young rookie that they have, Clayton Keller, out of Boston University? He's had a really good start to the year. Actually, just one rookie of the month for the month of October. I did so see that. I almost he's, laughed. He looks really, really good. He's almost like a mini Patrick Kane if you watch him. And I hate to give anybody that comparison, but. <laughs> He's got a crazy amount of points. All right, he's got 16 points in 15 games. I mean, that's a point a game. That's that's, that's pretty impressive. That's a bright spot on. for the Coyotes, like because they right. had a really rough start. So that's you know the silver lining. So that's good for them. Um, Ottawa, it was a disappointing like loss because we beat them. Like we played them with second game of the season, and we went to a shootout with them, and it was really like a good game. So I was hoping, you know, it would be enough like a good game again, but. We just couldn't get our feet with us. And then this afternoon's game, I was ratherly impressed that we uh, won and we didn't blow a 4 nothing lead. It was great. And we only held McDavid, I believe they said, to like a handful of shots on goal. Yeah, he was shut down by Glenn Denning, um, Larkin, and Abdulkader. So, so if we can uh, shut down McJesus, like, that's a win. Like, all around, solid. Absolutely. Just a little bit of an NHL side note now. Uh, Matt Duchesne going to the Ottawa Senators, Kyle Turris going to the Nashville Predators, and, and Turris has also signed a six-year, $36 million extension to stay with the Preds. So 
Turris going to Nashville, Duchesne going to Ottawa. So that impacts our division, uh, you know, a little bit, or actually mightily because Ottawa has needed a goal scorer for a long time. Now they get that in Matt Duchesne. So um, we'll see how that shakes out. So a common theme of these games has been the constant line shuffling, and Tess is going to tell you about that right now. Uh-huh, our lovely coach, Blashill. Um, I'm not a fan of his musical lines he's been playing. I think we all remember the first few games of the season, we had the infamous FML line with, you know, Ferk, Mantha, Larkin that everyone loved. And then he just took that away from us. And I never understood why. And then Anthony Siu got his shit together, came back, and then he had Anthony Siu, Mantha, and Larkin playing, which I can get on board with that. Like, if they're going to, you know, they're our future, so you have the youth playing together, going to feed off each other. And they were doing rather well. But then they would put, I recall, I believe it was when Anthony Siu scored in Florida, he was playing on a line with Nielsen and Helm. It was like he Blush was couldn't make up his mind of where he wanted AA to play. And it was just driving me nuts. Like, just pick something and have some chemistry building. And then you have Ferk on the fourth line. Explain that to me, Tyler. How is that even possible? What's yeah, I don't on? understand that. Um, I mean, I, I do get that they're stressing to these players. You got to, you know, defense has got to be important. And I understand it. You know, Athanasiu has bought in a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, Larkin has also bought in. So, um, you know, Ferks needs to buy in, but you know what? Martin Ferks not going to become a better player playing with Luke Lendenning and, and um, Scotty Wilson. You know, as much as I like Scotty Wilson and Luke Lendenning as players, nobody got better from playing with those guys. You know, Gretzky didn't get better from playing with um, with guys like um, Marty McSorley or anything like that. You know, so like you need your up and coming players to uh, and younger players and especially goal scorers to play with someone who can get them the puck. And yeah, this is not you know the O two dream team where our first line. The I'm just making that little bit of a comparison there. <laughs> it's just I just I mean I'm a huge Luke Lindenning fan. I freaking adore him. But I guess he's he's a grinder in a fourth liner for a reason. You know that's like his job. Yeah. You have Mark and you have Ferk who has the capability of producing all of this offense and goal scoring. But he's on the fourth line. And we'll put it we'll put it a little bit more in today's hockey terms. It's like putting Phil Kessel on the fourth line. He's not really great at, at creating his own shot, you know. You know, he, he needs someone to get him to the puck, and that's why he plays with a guy like Malkin. So I mean that's that's more the comparison that would make sense for nowadays. I mean, um, you know, the penguins reference, I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> I mean, my my thoughts though on, on them, you know, shuffling the lines like bingo balls and bango balls like uh, mickey redmond would say there (laughs) uh, is is just you know if it works it works okay but if something works and and you see it works just leave it It, it's like a procedure at work where where you're at work right and your boss tells you to do something and you're doing it the right way it's efficient and then he comes to you again you know two days later he's like no do this we want you to do this and this and this and like it's not it it doesn't work you need you need to sometimes just leave something and, and let it stick um, but then I guess if you're Jeff Blaschel and it works here against Edmonton, he's probably going to try it in the next game against Calgary. So, uh, you know, that's that's really where I'm at. If it works, it works. If not, then, <laughs> you know, it's got to change. I was just course. more annoyed with, I forget what game it was. It was like in the last week. I don't know if it was after the Florida game or even the Arizona game, but Blaschel told the media that he was going to pick these lines and keep them for a few, for a little yeah, well, bit. Because that's how chemistry... Words. 
clearly, <laughs> which I have issues with. Like, this is why I have trust issues because my coach isn't keeping his word with my players and it's caused a whole lot of fuckery. Well, the last two coaches, last, last coach we had was definitely a man of his word and Mike Babcock. Um, and as was Scotty Bowman, Dave Lewis, we're, we're gonna, not going to touch Dave Lewis, but, but Scotty <laughs> Bowman, Mike Babcock, definitely man of their words. I just, but, I mean, uh, I'm all for like chemistry building, but I'm just, if obviously today it was fine because we won four to nothing, but I mean, it's, you get these guys playing together and they get chemistry building and then say if they lose tomorrow, if they lose in the next few games, are you going to just do a whole nother line shuffle? And then like, I just, I don't know. I feel like at this point in the season, you should you know already what? know what's going to work and what's not going to work. For, for me, where, where I don't get it is how about in practice where these guys are trying to, you know, play with guys that they're familiar with, like who's going where, like, you know, guys don't really understand where they're going. Just a quick NHL side note. How about the Vegas Golden Knights? Nine yes. and four in their first 13 games in a, as an NHL franchise. What do you think about that real quick? Just a side note. Oh, I remember um, a few shows back when we were doing our like prediction of the season. I said, I hope they do well because it was like for as the league as a whole, you don't want an expansion team to just totally just suck their first year. Like that's just it would be like an epic fail. So they were a nice surprise and I was rooting for them. I wasn't rooting for them when the Red Wings played them and we handed them their first loss of the season. And for a while, the, like after that loss to the Red Wings that Vegas had, they kept winning and they, their only loss was to us. So I felt pretty good yeah, about that. Like little absolutely. fun fact for, you know, future, the trigger question, we're all going to get that one right. But I think they've been a pleasant surprise and Vegas, they're, they're filling up their seats over there. Like people in Vegas love them some hockey. So I'm all for it. It's growing the sport. It's growing the fan base for hockey and you know i'm i've always said i'm not really a big fan of hockey in places where they don't get snow but i'm looking past <laughs> that now because i love my sport the more recognition can get the better and i think vegas they are doing a really awesome job at promoting the golden knights and the golden knights are performing like they're they're making people want to come watch them so i think it's awesome it's truly awesome being being a fan of a Midwest team and being you know living here on the East Coast, um, you know hockey's obviously big in Michigan. Hockey's also big in a state uh, like Massachusetts as well. So you know being that, I was a little stubborn to to you know say you know Vegas will be successful. But you know what, like I'm all for growing the game of hockey. So if it's if it means that you have to put a team in Seattle, Washington. You know, fine, as long as the, the people support it. Like, the Arizona Coyotes, when do, when do they get off the hook? Like, when when is that team going to finally realize that hockey just doesn't work there? Like, I know it I got mean, you Austin you Matthews that, but you in also, the NHL. But, they gave you Austin Matthews. Like, that's yeah. the whole reason why we have Austin Matthews. So, like, it's just they – I think with that Coyotes, they just need a whole new, like, management, like, from the front office to, like, that. That's They've always had, like, the shitty end of the stick in that sense. I think where they need to do is they need to move into the city of Phoenix. They're in Glendale, which, oh, yeah. which is That's, outside. It's a so. hike for – I have family members that go to games, season ticket holders, and, I mean, they can do it because they don't have children, so they are able to have that luxury lifestyle. However, it's, it's a drive from where they're. It's almost I'm like sure an hour drive. But they love their team. They love hockey. But, I mean, I think if they were actually in downtown Phoenix with the rest of well, – or I believe the um, Diamondbacks are down there. I think the Suns. I don't think – I think the Suns uh, are down there. I think the uh, the Diamondbacks Cardinals, and the Cardinals are, are in wherever Cardinals the are, University of Arizona Card is. Yeah, Cardinals, are, they're not downtown. 
Um, but no, I think if they had the Coyotes go back downtown, I think it would help. Because uh, so. having major sport, I mean, just look at Detroit. You have all four major sports downtown. Which has worked out wonderful. Great things. With well, the Red Wings right now. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, though, as like a big city to have downtown, to have all your major sports in one location, I think it's an awesome thing. So I, maybe I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Arizona, I, Phoenix need to get on board with that. But no, Vegas has been a very pleasant surprise for the NHL. And I mean, I also like part of me wonders, like, is Gary Batman hoping that they suck? Like, just because he's a freaking weasel and I think, like, he would think shit like that. But I think they're proving everyone wrong. So I'm going to be a bandwagon fan. You go, Vegas Knights. You go. I think Vegas has done a good job with the, with the stuff that they got. And you got to give credit to the coach, Gerard Gallant, who the Red Wings could have had, by the way, if they wanted him. But apparently they didn't want him. So, well, yeah, good job. It's also nice watching, like, other teams that are winning because when we were losing – those six games i would watch other teams i'm like oh what's it like to win because i watch I don't vegas know a lot actually i catch myself watching vegas a lot they're an exciting team and they have all these awesome you know things going for them unlike us until recently i'll tell you, I'll tell you what they, they and we'll move on to the next thing right after this they're an exciting team to watch um it seems like they have some fans there that that seem like they want to stick and, and watch hockey, which is great. And also, one of the things that kind of draws me in a little bit is, you know, obviously living here in Boston, the radio announcer that was a radio announcer for the Bruins for a long, long, long time is actually their TV guy. And I actually, I happen to really like him. So, and I've met him in person and he's a good guy and everything. So, I really want him to succeed there. And, you know, so obviously the, the Golden Knights and, and everything like that, I definitely watch them on tv yeah so we're gonna move on to the next thing here uh so since we're heated about all the line shuffling and let's switch to some quick player updates so the most the the, the most recent one is gustav nyquist left today's game then today's game i mean the oilers game uh in the first period with a lower body injury looked like a knee on knee kind of hit there so we're hoping for the best coach jeff blashell said it was day to day so hopefully you know, that, that doesn't linger too, too much longer. Uh, Danny DeKaiser still out with an injury to his ankle. He did skate after practice uh, yesterday, Saturday. Um, and then David Booth cleared waivers. So whatever that really means to anybody, if, if Nyquist is out an extended period of time, I could see Booth um, stepping into the lineup. Do you have any thoughts on those real quick? Uh, I was bummed to see Nyquist go down because he scored a goal in the first. And I feel like he was finally getting his mojo, you know, becoming the goose that we all know. And then it was, it, yeah, I saw that knee on knee hit. It looked like a knee on knee hit and it just looked pretty ugly. And he was wincing on the bench. I thought he was just going to tough it out. But I mean, you can't, it's November. There's no reason to tough it out right now. So yeah, he can just, he can ease, he can take some rest, uh, get better and then come back. And to Kaiser, I mean, he was playing pretty decently before he blocked that shot in. Well, they had that nice start with with them, so. Yeah, I believe I think it was on their West Coast at that the Arizona game they played back in October. I think that was the yeah, game he uh, sure injured himself, right. so he's been out for damn near a month. So it's been sucking. I mean, I rather have him than Erickson, but you know we're just kind of screwed in the defense department. But that's what Mike Green is for. He's our new saving grace. It's fine. Uh, I'll get over it. Aside, but some positive notes for our players. Um, our goalies have been really awesome this season. Aside from that losing streak we had, Peter Morazic made 36 saves tonight and had a shutout. And this was his first start in seven games. So 
I was really pleased to see Peter be, you know, mar the hashtag Mraz is going to Mraz, like that whole thing. He's uh, going back to his old ways, like he's being solid. And I think um, I was wondering, I was like curious, though, how he would do because he hasn't started in a few games. So I wonder how that does to his mindset because they always say goalies are weird. <laughs> yeah. They're always they're <laughs> mental. So I was just, I always wonder, like, it has to be like a hit to your confidence when Howard is starting night after night, but Howard's been playing awesome. So Morassic, I'm thinking like, how is he going to do? I'll so tell you Ty, what. I want to get your thoughts. What do you think? How do you think Peter's been handling I, this whole I, thing? I think season? he's handled it pretty well. Cause you know, you haven't heard anything from the media. He's kind of just shut his mouth. And when he's gotten in there, he's played pretty well. Uh, there was one game he kind of had to take one for the team. I think it was in Dallas. And I think me and you talked uh, before that game, and then you said that they were going to get smoked in that game, and they did. Mm -hmm. um, but um, just quickly on, on how Mrazek has played, and, and just quickly on like the future of, of the goaltending position for the Wings, it would behoove the Red Wings a, a lot to see Peter Mrazek play well because yes, Jimmy Howard playing well is good for the near future and, and the, the near future and the now, but it's not good for the, for the, you know, the later on future because long -term, Peter Mrazek, yeah. yeah, exactly. Long-term Peter Mrazek should be your starting goaltender. Uh, you know, if someone doesn't pass them already in the system and uh, you know, you should be happy if you're in the Red Wings organization and you see Mrazek playing the way he did, stopping Connor McDavid and, and uh, you know, that loaded Oilers team. Yeah, I think today was a good confidence boost. I mean, I think uh, this offseason, because it was, you know, very dramatic on his end, you know, him being on that list to ship out to Vegas, if that was going to happen, you hear the rumors of his attitude problem and this and that. So I think he uh, had to kind of sit back and take a look in the mirror and figure out what player he wants to be and if he truly wants to be a Detroit Red Wing. And I think he got his shit together. He accepted that he's going to be the backup right now. And when he's called upon, he's going to perform. And tonight just proved that he 36 saves. Which yeah. is awesome. And also, uh, I believe it was announced last week, he, since we had, we shipped out Riley Sheehan, Pete Morasic has now stepped up and he's doing volunteering for the Detroit Dog Rescue. So every, every save he makes, he's donating $5 to the Detroit Dog Rescue. So he's going to be uh, donating a quite a few dollars after tonight's win. <laughs> so that makes me happy. Save the puppies, go adopt and some puppies, adopt, don't shop. So I'm always on board with that. So yay, Peter. Jimmy's paying really well also like he hasn't gotten in his head as much he's knock on wood been healthy and so i'm just i'm satisfied with our goalie situation because our goal is not the reason why we lost those six games it's because we just can't no, absolutely not. we don't know how to play defense we don't know how to score goals but we're starting to come back i'm thinking they had a serious come to jesus meeting I'd, I mean, that's the only reason i can think of like how they got their shit together like maybe someone threatened someone <laughs> like I don't know about you. <laughs> like someone had to say something violently <laughs> because it was it was rough there. That's how I would handle it. I'm going to kill someone if we don't win the next game. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just another quick side note, and uh, after this we can sign off unless you have anything else. Um, I don't know if you seen yesterday, but uh, basically. Jimmy Howard had some kind of a funeral. I believe it was for his uncle. You know, hopefully yes. everything's okay in that. Um, you know, thoughts and prayers, whatever. Um, but he apparently that made way for Chris Osgood to uh, yes, not show up. 
I guess the Jeff Lashley <laughs> kind of called him out. I don't know if you've seen that. But a, a kid from the University of Alberta actually stepped in and got to practice with the Just, Red Wings and face shots. So uh, your thoughts oh, yeah, on that? Were, Anything? I, I saw that live when they were during the game on Fox Sports Detroit. They were poking fun at Ozzy. Apparently, they said when on the plane ride out to Western Canada, there's, I don't know if Ozzy said something or if it was just like rumors, but it was rumored that Ozzy was going to step in for practice yesterday because Jimmy Howard had to fly back. I don't know where he had to fly to, but he had to fly back Midwest or back East for to I think he's from his New York, uncle. So probably in New York somewhere. So he had to travel back for this funeral for his uncle. So they were thinking, Oh, Ozzy could just step in and play goalie. But Ozzy's like, listen, I'm old. I am not prepared to step in front and take a shot from Mantha who like an Anthony see you. So yeah, they called up this local boy from, I'm sorry, what university you say he played? University for? of Alberta. So this hometown boy got a, to say he got to practice with the Red Wings, which I think is pretty awesome. I mean, but, that's, yeah. that's that's incredible. I mean, it's an original six team, and you get to just go out there and face shots from Henrik Sederberg. And, and you said Mantha Larkin, Athanasiu. How about Martin Furch's shot? Yeah. I feel like he might have pulled a, pulled a Goldberg from Mighty Ducks and just said, here, take it. Because if <laughs> yeah, I'm facing Martin Furch, I'm just going to feel like, here, it's all you. Just take it. Oh, my God. No, that was a little fun fact. I got a good kick out of that during the broadcast today. Yeah, me too, for sure. Let's just do a quick preview of this next few games. So the Wings, this is their only trip to Western Canada this year. So we get it out of the way early in the season. They will play tomorrow, as in Monday night, against Vancouver at 10 p.m., which sucks. I hate late games. And they're going to be on back-to-backs. So, I mean, since they played an early afternoon or I guess like a late afternoon game today and they play tomorrow like a normal time, maybe they'll play, start on time and won't be so tired, but we'll have to wait and see. Then they will play the Calgary Flames on Thursday night, and then they are home for the rest of November besides the 24th when they go to New York to play the Rangers. But they have a handful of homestands coming up to end 2017, so... We'll have to see if they can get um, some home uh, ice wind streaks going. And I'm also curious, because I don't know if you saw Tyler, but I was hearing some rumblings. I don't know if Zetterberg said it or if somebody else on the team, but that they've been saying that the ice conditions at LSA had been shit because the Pistons are out playing there. So Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be much of a problem going forward. I just think that it's them trying to figure it out. Um, but uh, apparently Al's not too happy with, uh, with some of the stuff down there. So as you can imagine, but if I think, Al I think not happy, then you can figure it out. But I think now, cause they've only played, I think four or five home games. So I think it's going to be interesting to see them have literally two and a half weeks playing at home to see how the ice conditions are. And if, you know, to also see if fans are actually going to go to the game to watch the game and not go explore. I'm wondering like when that newness is going to wear off. So I'm, I think this homestand is going to be a big deal on many senses of, you know, ice conditions, fans winning, obviously. So we have a lot to look forward to with this month, but yeah, I think that covers it for tonight's show. Unless you have one last thing to add. I just just want to make a correction on myself and this is going to probably sound really bad. Um, But earlier in the show, I said that we were playing Calgary next. We're playing Vancouver next and then Calgary on Thursday. So I apologize to anybody that I may have angered. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. That's why we double check. 
That's but yeah, no, that's that's all I got. People need to start sitting in their damn seats at Little Caesars Arena. It looks really bad on TV. <laughs> uh, um, Agreed. <laughs> I think I think it will as time wears on. I think it'll, you know, it'll figure itself out. But that's all we have today, Tess. I want you to shout out your Twitter handles, please. My Twitter handle is at tm dudley xo. Okay, and mine is Tyler underscore Seely. You can follow the Winged Octopus on Twitter at Winged Octopus. You can like us on Facebook, and you can also follow us on Instagram. We also have a Snapchat, which is Winged Octopus as well. Um, we're going to be giving that out pretty soon. We're actually going to be talking more and more about that coming up here soon. Everybody sit in your seats at Little Caesars Arena because you're there to watch a hockey game, not a, a bar or a club. But anyways, stay classy, Hockey Town. Hopefully they can keep things going, and uh, have a good night, everybody. That's a wrap on this episode of Winged Octopus. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, as well as like us on Facebook. You can also find our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. We thank you for tuning in and hope everyone had a great night. Stay classy, Hockey Town. Just a small town.